Let the universe hear what you want this year so you can have it. Welcome to the Create Your Best Year podcast with your host, Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson. In this podcast, we help you define and receive what you want this year, give you tips, stories, and interviews of what others are doing to create their best year. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Create Your Best Year podcast. Today, I have the honor of being here with my guest, Claudia Thompson. Claudia, can you introduce yourself to our yes. Guests, yes, uh, Claudia or Claudia, if you were my father, my Panamanian father. Um, Claudia Thompson, I am currently working both with BNI. So I'm managing director of New York. I'm also head of the diversity, equity, and inclusion panel for BNI US, which is exciting, um, which is a role I took on. We created it back in 2020, of course. And then um, I am also president and founder of Claudia Connects. Uh, we have evolved from hosting networking events in Boston to then doing sales training, networking training, uh, and then of course, DEI consulting. So I still do all of those things. Uh, I do a lot of networking throughout Boston. So a lot of people tend to know me or see me um, behind the scenes of some event or venture. Uh, that's how you and I met, of course. And then I do a lot of uh, moderating panels, facilitating conversations and, uh, and emceeing. So that's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. Doing so many amazing things. Thank you, Claudia. And for those people who don't know what BNI is, what, what is BNI? Oh, yes. BNI is Business Network International. So been around for 38 years. Uh, it's one person per profession per chapter. And most recently we started, uh, we were just talking about this, the first bilingual, uh, Spanish-speaking, bilingual, English-Spanish uh, chapter in New England, which is awesome. So we did that in their their one year mark was this year BNI Conexiones, and um, yeah, so we you know really, you know I was uh, in charge of launching chapters throughout all of New England for the last two years, and now I've done uh, transitioned into managing the New York region, even though I still live in Boston. So yeah, so it's it really is great to have people connect uh, and focus on networking. Yeah, I recently, I was telling Claudia, I recently uh, attended one of them and, and it was bilingual and it was so wonderful because I mean, there's honestly nothing like being with your people and it was so well-structured and, you know, that, I think it's so cool that it's one person um, per profession, per chapter. Mm -hmm. um, and the whole thing is like really well-organized. So um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's nice, right? Because, you know, so many times people are like, let's do this thing. Like, let's have a mastermind. And then it fizzles, right? Unless someone is really structured and organized and people have, they're well, uh, you know, intentioned to have it come together and meet people, but people just can't keep up, right? Life changes uh, happen. You know, if you have a baby or you're you move or mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? Uh, or the kids start school, they end school, uh, and it just happens. It's very difficult for people usually to keep that up and their full-time gig. So BNI is nice because it has that structure. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think I've been very attached to the organization. 
Yeah, it's it's wonderful, especially like for me, I have a two-year-old. People know I have a two-year-old and a seven-year-old. And between being a mom, because my son is at home and doing my actual business and my work, networking, I know it's 100% necessary, right, to continue to grow my network. Um, but it's been hard to like, to get dressed, go, you know, I live in the suburbs, go to Boston where all the good stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have major FOMO when I see, you know, all the, all the fun things that are happening on social media. So how else can I, how else can I network and connect with people in an authentic way? So I, I -hmm. love it. I love that you're doing that. Um, and I also love that you're, you know, doing like there's so much emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion within BNI. That's wonderful mm-hmm. uh, to really spread out that opportunity, um, the, the the business growth opportunity throughout. Um, fantastic. Yeah, you know what it is too, because I think, um, you know, we talked about this. BNI was not super great at it, right? Mm-hmm. It was very homogenous groups of older white guys, you know, mm. that's kind of what the chapters, when I joined 20 years ago as a member, I joined a chapter where there was only two women mm-hmm. and pretty much everybody and no one of color. So it was unusual, but I once- it's something like that. I've been- <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right. Especially kind of in the area that you live in. And so I think I was inspired because, and when I started pivoting my networking talks, there was always an element of intersectionality. There was always this piece about, well, you know, is someone going to talk to me at a networking event because I'm a black woman, right? Mm -hmm. Then add in, I'm divorced with a child, right? So I'm a single mom. Was that something that was, you know, okay to talk about? And so I couldn't really come as my full self. I felt like a lot of times in networking spaces. And so we can't not talk about intersectionality when we're talking about networking. And I think that that is, an important piece. And so, and I think prior to George Floyd, that was not, that was like taboo to bring up, right? Or to say, well, I don't know if I feel comfortable as a woman of color, as a disabled person, as an LGBTQ identified person. And so I think back then people would be like, oh, come on, what are you doing? You know, or like, it's just in your head or just get over it. So you wouldn't even be able to have the space to bring it up. And so I think since then, we really have been more open to being, um, you know, just people really being able to come through their full, as their full selves uh, and then allies, if you will, or people who are interested in being anti-racist or uh, just not bigots, uh, they're, they're thinking about it a lot more now. So I think that, that that's why it's important. I think that's why I'm so passionate about it uh, when I'm speaking to people. Yeah, thank you for for sharing that. Absolutely. And so what I see you doing is like creating these spaces where people can show up authentically and to be able to to speak of what they do and their assets and that people are going to be genuinely connected to them and not um, say like, oh, you know, you're all welcome here and we see no color when we very well know that that is not the truth. Yeah, so setting up those intentional spaces. That's wonderful, Claudia. Thank you so much for doing that work. Mm-hmm. Um, what what brought you to this? To I think like uh, a network extraordinaire. I don't know what happened. I mean, honestly, I have to, I hate to keep plugging BNI, but 
when I joined, I joined 20 years ago, I was living in Connecticut. That's where mm-hmm. I went to college and I met my ex-husband. And as I was transitioning out, you know, I got a job opportunity with, within my company to move to Boston. Um, at the time, I think, you know, coming up and the first really group of people that I knew other than back from college were these uh, grownups <laughs> um, in this chapter. And they were the ones that really got me connected. So I would find people and they would connect me with the right people right away. And I've also like, I've really, my mom is a big networker, right? Mm -hmm. She still networks to this day. I think just being around people and just really genuinely being interested in what they do is, has been helpful for me to kind of diffuse people and make them feel comfortable. It was a big part of sales, right? Sales has been my whole career. So that is also helpful as well. And um, the DEI piece of it, you know, I am full trigger warning. I am a victim of a hate crime, a violent hate crime when I was a child, right? When I was a, mm-hmm. a, a, a teenager, 13. And that also just always, there is that one incident, but there were so many incidents where I was isolated or left out or made fun of or slurs were said to me. So many microaggressions, macroaggressions growing up. Uh, covert things that were done and said that really shaped who I was. And I really have always been passionate about not having people feel left out of something, no matter what, you know, I just told this the other day to my, my group about um, there was a child in my class that was deaf. And I've been learning ASL now for some time because I have so many friends who are deaf or children are deaf and sure they could read lips like they're trained to understand me, but I'm not the other way. And so if I say I'm someone who is inclusive and an ally, I think it's important. And I've always wanted that. I've always wanted to feel, have people feel not left out and want to be part of it. And that everyone, if we're talking about equity, everyone has equal opportunity in the moment. So, yeah. So I think that that's those, those things are what really have shaped my career now and sort of created this niche that I'm in. Wow, thank you, Claudia. That's so beautiful. I mean, as as a DEI, I mean, now everything that you just mentioned is like the genuinely caring about what other people do, right? Like it's the right thing to do, right? The wanting to um to really count everybody in, right? To really be inclusive. Um yeah. now has a profession. Now it's a whole profession. It's yeah. You know, th- um, thank goodness, right? Because that means that people like you and I, who are natural connectors and are like natural people, um, people, people, we are yeah. we love people, and 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 we have and have experience. You know, like you said, you you experience unfortunately, you know, a, a hate crime, but experience something that then then had you say, wait, like I don't want anybody else to go through this. Like I want to be an active agent of change, which is wonderful. But mm-hmm. you you literally took your pain and turned it into a purpose and your natural abilities and turned it into an actual business. You know, that's the stuff I live for. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, a DEI professional myself, a woman of color and, and me too. I, I've gone through so many of microaggressions outward, like being the first person to be laid off. So many things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and wanting to say, wait a minute, like, my difficulties don't dim my brilliance and how can I be in spaces and create spaces where all are welcome and there right. is a space for everybody that's beautiful um 
I mean, I, I knew that you were wonderful and like you were like up to great things, but I'm so glad that I'm having this conversation to like get yeah. to know you um, so much better. Um, Claudia, um, you know, the, the, the last question that we ask is, so anybody who's listening, right, and that is looking for help with like networking and diversifying, you know, their their networking group, like what, what do people like go looking for, to you for exactly? Just so our listeners know. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> people definitely come to me as a connector, right? Who do you know that does X, which is really cool. I love being that person for people. They don't need to use the recommendations on Facebook. They're like, they'll let me ask Claudia first who she knows because she knows. Sorry, are you the plug? Yes. Yeah. And I love it. I, I, I really enjoy because part of me, my Enneagram number is two wing three, if anyone knows about Enneagrams and which is a helper and an achiever. Um, so my passion comes from helping people first. And, um, and so my, my talent is naturally connecting people and naturally mm -hmm. building relationships. So I really enjoy that. And if there's a way that I can connect people with the right people, it's really, it just, it just really lifts my heart. So I would say, you know, that's the thing that people do. And then of course, asking about diversity whittled down to like, you know, I really am passionate about gender identity um, and pronouns. I, I do all types of workshops and talks about these things because it's really important. People don't seem to care. Um, and it's, and it's valuable, even how we treat veterans, how we treat, um, you know, just all types of people. It's so important, not just in the workplace, but just in our everyday lives and using certain language. So that's the things I think most people reach out to me for okay. to, uh, to, to work with, um, and working at, you know, of course I have a passion on working with my own people, you know, being Latina, being Caribbean, uh, you know, finding in women, um, you know, those who identify as women, I should say, I feel that I have something to offer there as well. So I really love doing that work as well. Not just educating those that are trying to learn more, but of course, uh, with my own. Love it. Love it. We are so aligned, so aligned in our mission, Claudia. So yeah. Claudia, what, what, um, what are you doing? What, what does creating your best year mean to you? And what are some things that you're doing to create your best year? Oh, it's so interesting, right? Cause I, I'm not a resolution person. I usually have a theme of the year. Um, you know, so like in years past, it's been abundance, right? Mm -hmm. Like being abundant and creating abundance and, um, and that was 2020. And man, you know, though all the struggle that we had in 2020, I got so much abundance. I really got the career of my dreams and, uh, you know, my son go, you know, started college and all of this other stuff. Um, you know, I've done just different focuses. So creating the best year is really setting intention and living into it. Because if you're like, I'm going to, you know, I, part of that is, you know, I meditate every day. So that was a real intention for me. I fell off the meditation train and I saw the impact, you know, I work out every day um, or some, so, so instead of saying, I'm going to work out every day, because that's something that like, I'm, I will most likely do. I say, I'm going to be movement, you know, a certain amount of movement every day, right. To get me flowing. So I think not, and then not being upset about not doing what you said you would do. Um, just like holding yourself accountable, get back up and keep moving because that can shut people down. And they're like, well, I missed that one day. So I'm going to just stop. Um, so setting the intention has me do all the things to keep that going. So this year's intention for myself is knowing my worth, 
Mm. My mother had said that to me uh, last year and it kind of like knocked me in the face. And I was like, oh, I have to know my worth. And speaking into that has been profound. You know, I'm a natural people pleaser. <laughs> and so Love really learning about, yeah, like, so I read this book, Boundary Boss, which is fantastic. I recommend it highly. That by told, Terry Cole? No, it's a, it's a woman that wrote it. It is awesome. And I listened to it while I was on my runs. Boundary Boss, but um, Terry Cole is a woman. Oh, Terry Cole. It, it, you said Terry Cole. I thought you said Gary Cole. Terry yeah. Cole. Terry Cole wrote it. Yes. Shout and out to Terry Cole. I love yes. Terry Cole. <laughs> I can't believe I heard, misheard you. Yeah. Terry Cole. Awesome book. Awesome book. Um, I read it and listened to it. It just totally, I was like, wow. Because I never thought if you asked me if I was a person that had issues with boundaries, I was like, no. So really standing in that, I read that right at the end of last year. So walked into that and setting that intention. I think that was just, so I'm living as someone who knows my worth and it is amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah. Mm, I love it. I love that. Setting intentions. I I love the idea of setting intentions versus setting goals mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. In, in my book, I, I said that, you know, when you set intentions, you allow you have a direction, but then you allow the universe to surprise you. Yes, exactly. Because it may not, like if you set an intention, I think when you set a specific goal and you don't do all the things specifically, like I said, you start to disappoint yourself, right? You you get down and people stop doing the things that they were setting out to do. But the intention, you give space to have it look differently. It can kind of shape in a different way you know, um, so if someone's like, I'm going to get married by the end of the year, if it's like, I'm going to be with my life partner, like, you don't know what it looks like. You might get engaged, you might get married, you don't know. And I think it, it's like, it can bring the universe, you can manifest in a different way, as opposed to like, I have to do things this way, because then you sort of like are very rigid and might miss opportunities inside of that. So yeah, in a nice way to live. For sure. <laughs> it is. It's a more feminine, graceful way to live, you know, mm-hmm. more creative way to live, which I'm down for, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meditations. You mentioned meditations, right? So crucial. Um, to get It really does because my, I didn't know I was someone, you know, I've never been medicated for anxiety. Uh, but of course, with a lot of the trauma I experienced as a, as a kid, um, you know, the, the, what I mentioned before, I didn't know that I had anxiety, right? It was just like all this worry, the sky is falling type of anxiety and um, didn't know, just didn't know it. So this helps me regulate my nervous system, you know, meditation, the movement, and then also um, affirmations, mm-hmm. saying affirmations. I was like, I don't need to say those, you know, and like, it really does. I have affirmations pop up on my phone all day. They just, and they're like always on time, right? They're the ones that I need in the moment. And they just really have me not take myself so seriously and just keep me moving. So yeah, those are the things that really have me. So I've really been enjoying 2023, I have to say. I love it. I love it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, everything that you talk about is everything that I, you know, I talk about in in both my books in um, Create Your Best Year and also this new one that's coming out, the power to create your life, um, holding yourself accountable, but also giving yourself grace, right? Kind of living in that middle third, in that middle third space, um, 
And yeah, having healthy boundaries, definitely. Yeah, seriously, that is so important, especially for us women of color who are so used to, like, you know, we are conditioned and it's part of our culture to always put people first, Mm -hmm. uh, put other people first, which is beautiful, but then that doesn't mean that we have to leave ourselves behind. So it's kind of reshifting that. So yeah, we definitely want to be givers, but we want to give from a full cup. Um, That's beautiful. That's a, a beautiful message. Um, you know, Claudia, thank you so much for all you do in the world and who you are, because you're just transforming the world in your own way um, by bringing people together, by bringing equity to bringing people together, uh, creating opportunities. You know, I just, as you're speaking about your work, I just see like ripples of positivity of you know, <laughs> like you're creating with all these um, business groups and the work that you're doing. So I'm really so grateful. I'm so grateful that I got a chance to learn more about what you do. And, and I look forward to finding ways for us to collaborate. I'm sure we've always, it's been on the table for years now. So the time has come for us to collaborate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, here we are. This is the start of a beautiful thing. So um, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, we, we're going to have all your information on the show notes people want to reach out to you um, for all things networking, DEI, and bringing people together. Um, yeah, and my my prayer is that you remember, you know, how amazingly worthy of everything you are um, <laughs> 24-7. Thank you. Yes, that is an ongoing message to myself. So I, I always appreciate it when I get it from external sources. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for being on the podcast, Claudia. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Okay, friends, thank you so much for being with us. To learn how you can create your best year, get the book, take the course, and learn more, visit clarifying.com. That's C-L-A-R-A-F-Y-I-N-G.com. And remember, let the universe hear what you want this year.